awesome. There is some faith in the place this morning. Who likes my t-shirt? Do you know, I, I, this was not, it was obviously a God thing, but this was $4.97 at the warehouse. Wasn't that good? <laughs> and it goes with my message. Isn't that awesome? I was so excited about that. I just thought I've just very well organized. But anyway, hey, look, I love that at Elam, we like to say things on Sunday that are going to make a difference in your world on Monday. You know, we count it actually vitally important that we're encouraging you to grow stronger and stronger in your walk, in your knowledge, and your experience of God. Because that's our job, to encourage you in every aspect of your walk with God. And so as we start this year, as we kick off this first Sunday of 2019, we're going to be talking as a family over the next few weeks about key foundations, key foundations. And this morning, I've titled my message, Foundational Faith. I don't know if you've ever thought about it or realized it, but everything that you and I do this year, just think about this, everything you and I do this year that's of spiritual worth is going to take faith, isn't it? So we actually need faith. We need to have faith. So over these next few weeks, we're going to look at faith. What is faith? How does it work? What does it look like and, and how does it action in my in my relationships? What does faith look like in my prayer life? What does faith look like in my decision making? That's a big one. What does faith look like in my finances? That's a huge one. What does it look like in my friendships and the people that I allow to speak into my world and that I put around me? What does faith look like there? Do we have faith-filled friends? So today I get the privilege of starting this series off, and I have been believing and praying and hoping that after this 25 minutes of me talking, and hopefully you don't nod off, but after these 25 minutes that you're going to come out of this with a stronger desire to have a bigger faith, a more firm faith, because I can tell you that when you have a strong faith, you have a bigger capacity, you have a far bigger reach. You are so much more content when your faith is founded in God. I'm going to pray because we always need to pray. It's a good idea. So why don't we pray? Father God, Lord, I welcome you here this morning. Lord God, I pray that as I share the word that you placed in my heart, I pray that faith will rise in this place this morning. Lord God, I pray that you send your goodness of, of confidence, Lord God, in you. Lord God, I pray that you have a personal encounter with every single person this morning because you know where every single person is at and you know the transaction that needs to happen for realignment in this area with you. And Lord God, I pray that people will walk away this morning knowing that they've met with you. I pray that words that are said will drop on good soil and it will stay. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Who knows that life is full of unanswered questions? It is so annoying. It is so annoying. Like, like Teflon. So Teflon sticks to nothing. So how on earth does it stick to the pan? Or when you're on an aeroplane, why do they put life jackets under your seat and not parachutes? Thought about it? Or... Or why, if 
McDonald's is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like 500, you know, 365 days a year, why do they even have locks on the door? But I tell you what, one of the most perplexing questions of all, <laughs> some of you are a little delayed, but you're getting there. But um, one of the most perplexing questions of all is, why does God take so long to answer my prayers? Who agrees with that? Why does he require that I have faith in the in-between? What is with that? It's so frustrating. If he can hear me, if he can see me, if he knows everything before I say it and before I step into it and has the power to change it, to heal it, to fund it, to provide for it, why the delay? Does he need a PA? I remember... Not that long ago, Daryl and I were looking to build our fourth home. We don't own four homes, they were one at a time. But we were looking to build our fourth home. And, and we had project managed, a couple of the others, and it was all bang, bang, bang. It was pretty good. This one, we had brought a beautiful piece of land, and it should have been smooth sailing. But it was delay after delay after delay after delay. But you know, the interesting thing is that in hindsight, we were looking to build a house there when God was saying, you're going to go and pioneer a church in Pukki. That's not even the land that I want you on. Isn't God amazing? But it would be good if he let us in on a little bit of it sometimes. I'm sure you're just like me in that 2018, you also had delays delayed responses from God. And the truth is, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but it's going to happen again this year. There's going to be delays again this year to God's responses to you. And these times when there's a delayed response can often leave you feeling frustrated, uncertain, Sometimes you can feel really fearful because you don't know what's the next step. Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Sometimes it can make you feel just like this. Let's check out the screens. familiar for anybody. I'd have to say that I have had journeys in my walk where it feels like that. I really don't know what's happen happening. I'm stepping out, but I'm like, ah, this, is, this is scary. This is unpredictable. <laughs> but it's interesting that when I looked up the very definitions of faith, when I looked up what faith actually meant, it was described completely different to that completely different. You see, it was described as a complete trust, a complete confidence in someone or something. It was described as a strong belief based on spiritual conviction, hear this, without proof. It was described as living in the unseen realm of possibilities. That's pretty out there, isn't it? 
So I wonder what that faith looks like. I wonder what a faith where you are confident, you are strong, you are sure-footed, you know where you're heading, and you know who's on your side, and you're living in the world of unseen possibilities. I wonder what that looks like. Why don't we check out the screen? Now, that's faith. That's faith. I don't condone doing that at all. I don't recommend that you do that at all. Your pastor did not say that, but it's just an illustration. But that's faith, isn't it? Being sure-footed, taking one foot in front of the other. And, and who here wants faith like that this year? There's no distractions to the left or to the right. I know where I'm going. I know who's on my side. I'm confident. I'm strong. Watch out, world. So why is faith such a key foundation and why is it important? Because faith determines what God can do in my life. It does. In Matthew 9, 29, it says, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. Well, the message version, which I love, it says, you'll become what you believe. Now, that's powerful. You will come what you, become what you believe because God says you get to choose. You get to choose how many blessings you have in your life. You get to choose how much I can work in your life, how much scope I can have in your world. You get to choose. It's according to your faith. Do you know that there's over 7,000 promises in the Word of God for you and for me? 7,000. And faith is the key that unlocks that door. It's the key to a locked door. Faith. Faith. Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, listen to this, and believe that you've received it, then you'll have them. Then you'll have them. Another reason why faith is such a key foundation is because faith can solve impossible problems. Don't we like that? Those impossible problems. Matthew 17, 20 says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, who knows that a mustard seed is like one to two millimeters big? Like it's, it's really, really little. It says that nothing will be impossible for you. So even as we start into 2019, you know, there's people here today, right now, you're already in the midst of an impossible situation. The year has hardly began, or maybe it's carried over from last year. But God said it doesn't take a lot of faith. If you put a little faith in a big God, you'll end up with big results. Honestly, you will. Faith is also crucial to your walk because faith is the secret to achievement. It's the Did you know that? It's a secret to achievement. Mark 9, 23 says, everything is possible for him who believes. Believes. You've got to believe it. Why is that true? Because faith turns dreams into reality. Faith turns dreams into reality. It gives you the confidence. Remember, it was in one of the definitions, a strong confidence 
to move forward. Goal setting is an act of faith. Goal setting is definitely a statement that, God, I'm trusting you. I believe in your promises, not our hopes and our presumptions of what our big wish list, but there's 7,000 promises, and if you align yourself to a promise in the Bible, God will deliver. He will absolutely deliver. Everything is possible for you who believes. But wait, wait a minute, you might say, like back up the bus. My faith is like it was for Eddie Murphy in the first one. It's all very well for you to talk about great faith and what that looks like, Denise, but I feel like I'm the man that's dodging everything. What do I do then? What if I struggle with faith? How do I grow my faith? Well, can I tell you this morning that I bet there's not one person here who this morning that wants to not grow their faith more. I bet you there's everybody here this morning says, I need more faith. I need more faith. My muscle needs to grow bigger. And so over these next few minutes, I want us to look at three foundational truths of how that happens. Because we want to step into 2019 with faith that is confident and strong and biblically based, and we will not be moved. Because we've got ground to take. Every single one of us has got ground to take. And we need faith in a big God to do that. So the first, first foundational truth is that we need to understand is that faith is an inner knowing. It, it's a no, you know because you know because you know. It's an inner knowing. And you know, we often make the statement, don't we, that, that we walk by faith and not by feelings. And to a certain extent, that's true. But actually, faith is a feeling. It's, it's a feeling of absolute confidence in our Lord and the promises he has for us and his provision and his guidance and his wisdom and his leading. Faith is David running towards Goliath. That was faith. While others were saying he was too big to hit, David was saying he was too big to miss. It's Joshua and Caleb. faced with the promised land and it's walled cities and it's giants and everybody around them is feeling like grasshoppers. They're feeling like there's no way we can take this ground. And Joshua and Caleb are saying, we can do it, it's no problem. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's the Apostle Paul, he's in prison and he's in chains, and in the meantime, he's singing and praising to God because he's confident. He knows in whom he is looked after, who and whom he serves. Faith is a feeling that you know it will all work out because God is in control. And faith is an attitude. It's actually an attitude of mind. It's an attitude that you have within you. Faith is an inner knowing. And the second faith foundation we need to understand is that faith has a voice. Faith has a voice. At home, we have a little dog called Spot. He's three quarters Bichon and a quarter Foxy, so he's just a little wee dude. He's about 12 years old. He's very naughty. 
He's the fourth child <laughs> of our house. Our others are not naughty, but he is. Anyway, <laughs> but Spot likes to take himself for walks on a reasonably regular basis. This happened again just the other day. We left the front door open for a little while and off he went to take himself for a walk. Who else has a little dog like that? Yeah, there's a few people. Off for a walk on his own. So I went outside to find him and I couldn't see him anywhere. Couldn't see him anywhere. So I'll tell you what I didn't do. Remembering faith has a voice. I, d- I didn't stand in my driveway. See, I looked and I couldn't see him anywhere. Don't know where he is. I didn't stand in my driveway and say, Spot's not here. Spot's not here. He's not here. Spot's not here. I'm just being honest. He's not here. I'm just telling it like it is. Spot's not here. Oh, well, he's not here. He's not here. I didn't tell it like it is and say, Spot's not here. I'll tell you another thing I didn't do. I didn't stand there and say, I don't have a dog. Spot never existed. Don't have dogs. No, he's not here, and I don't, he doesn't exist. There's no proof of him right now because I cannot see him anywhere. He does not exist. I tell you why I don't say that, because one, my neighbours think I'm nuts. But also denying Spot's existence is not going to help either. But I tell you what I do do. I start calling for him. I hope you're hearing me here. I start calling for him. Faith has a voice. Here, Spot. Here, Spot. Come here, Spot. And Spot's over here. It's like, oh. here, Spot. Come here, Spot. Come here, boy. Come here. Come on. It's like, oh. And Spot comes over. Spot comes over. You see, faith has a voice. And I called things that were not as though they were. Are you making the link here? And Spot came. But when I called with him, when I called him to begin with, he was not present. There was no evidence of him yet in front of me. You see, we don't talk about what is currently evident now when we love the Lord and we believe in his promises. We don't speak about what we see right now because we have an inner knowing. We have an inner knowing of God's promises, so I have a faith voice. I have a faith voice, and that's what I'm calling for. That's my faith voice. You see, if we want healing, we don't speak um, illness. If we want strength, we don't speak weakness. If we want breakthrough, we don't speak bondage. You call what is not yet evident in the natural as though it was. Do you get it? Faith has a voice. Yeah, we live in the now, and I get that. But in the areas that you're wanting breakthrough, in the areas that you're believing for bigger and better, we don't speak to it like it is right now. We speak to it as though it is, it is coming. 
We speak to it as though it is coming. If you train yourself to speak in the present tense, in the now, then healing will come. Strength will come. Wisdom will come. Provision will come. Because God sees that faith. God sees that faith. But I tell you what, it's never going to come when you tell it, when you speak to it like it is right now. And it's never going to come if you deny it. If you deny his goodness and his faithfulness to provide for you. It's never going to come if you do that. Proverbs 18.21 says, words kill or words give life. They either poison or fruit. You choose. Are you going to choose the poison or are you going to choose the fruit? And Romans 10.10 says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And listen to this, that it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Faith is a substance of things we hope for. Faith in what we don't yet see. Can we trust him? Absolutely. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie. And I love this. In 2 Corinthians 1, 20, it says, for no matter how many promises God's made, 7,000 actually, they are all yes and amen in Christ. Yes and amen. Let's make it a habit to consciously speak life in 2019. Watch your words with all your heart and believe in God and what he has for you, for your family, for your friends, for this church, for your community. And let's see change happen. Let's see change happen. Will it happen this year? Sometimes it will. Will it happen next year? Sometimes it will. Sometimes it'll be years. But let's speak it as though it's already happened. And can I just add there, if you've got unsaved family members, this is what you need to be doing. You need to be speaking that over their life. Thank you, Lord, that they kind of come and love you. Thank you, Lord God, that, you've, that you're sending people that love you into their world. Thank you, God, that one day they're going to stand and worship you alongside me. Come on, use your faith voice. And the final faith, finder, faith foundation, bit of a tongue twister, I want to share with you this morning is faith is in a person. Let's be honest, sometimes spiritually adulting up is actually really hard work. Being a spiritual adult is quite tricky sometimes to hold it together and to keep looking forward and moving forward. And, you know, there's, there's the, the, um, the great prophets, the great um, heroes of the faith like Abraham and Elijah and Moses. They sort of made it look quite easy. Well, not easy, but they made it look predictable. And I'll tell you why. They made it look predictable because we have the luxury of reading a few chapters ahead and seeing how it ended. But we don't get that luxury, do we, of how our story is going to end. It's funny how it doesn't take much faith to believe in somebody else's story because you can see God moving in other people's world, can't you? But it takes a whole lot of trust. A whole lot of trust to believe Jesus is in your story, that he's writing you a great ending especially when you're still a few chapters away from completion. Trust, confidence, strength. You see, trusting Jesus with the in-betweens of your life is what faith is all about. 
our faith is in a person and his name is Jesus. That's who faith is in. Band, if you can come up, that would be great. You can remain confident in Jesus, absolutely. And that Jesus is leading your life. Jesus is leading your life. See, the author of your story is faithful. He is trustworthy. In fact, he's perfect. The author of your story is perfect, and he has your best interest in mind. As long as Jesus is doing the writing of your story, you can be confident it is, and it will be a great one. Can I ask you this morning, who is your confidence in? What is your confidence in for 2019? What, what is your faith in? For 2019, are you confident it can deliver? You see, there's no point in you having faith that I'm going to pay your bills because I can't deliver. You see, everybody has faith, even an atheist has faith. The only difference is what or who you have your faith in. That's the difference. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. And I might add in 2019, he'll make your path straight. He'll make your path straight. Come on, let's pray. Father God, thank you, Lord God, that you are the ultimate author of our life. You are the alpha and the omega, Lord God, the beginning and the end. And Lord Jesus, Lord God, we love you. We we. We welcome you here this morning, Lord God, to build faith, to rise faith in people, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I pray that you water the word in people's hearts so that it will grow. Lord God, we thank you that you love us and you have our best intentions in heart. And Lord God, for that we praise you and we love you in your precious name. Amen. Come on, everybody. Can we thank Denise for that great message this morning? continue on, I want to I give an opportunity right now. Maybe 2019 for you is, is, is right, come to this point of today, of, of looking at ahead for this year and, and thinking, God, I, I want to make that decision today and, and about, about following the Lord. Make, make it a change. Why not 2019 be your, be your year? And so just, right, can I invite everybody to close your eyes and, and bow your heads right now? And, and I'm simply going to pray a prayer. And it's a prayer about asking Jesus to come and be the Lord and the Savior of my life. Because, because here's the thing, uh, if you're like me over the years, you, you've done it all your own way and you just discover that it doesn't work. But can I say today that Jesus Christ is the author and perfecter of life uh, and, and He loves you. He's got a great plan and a purpose for your life. So, so if you would like to do that this morning to pray a, this real simple prayer of asking Jesus to come and be your Lord and Savior. What, what you just need to do is just pray uh, silently in your heart this prayer after me. I'll lead you in it and you pray it in your heart. Just pray this. Say, dear God, today I know I need you. So right here, right now, at the beginning of this year, I ask that you would come in and be my Lord, that be my Savior. Please forgive me of my sin. Make me brand new. 
today I decide to live my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, if you prayed that prayer, and, and that's such a great thing to do, and you really, really meant it in your heart, what, I, what I'd like you to do is, is to tell the person that you come with today, just uh, give them a nudge right now and just say, hey, this is what I've just, just done, because I'm sure they would love to be able to pray for you. But, but also what would be awesome for you to do is, is that in front of you there, there's an Orange Connect card, and, and you can quickly pop your name and number and, and tick the little box there because we would love to be able to get you a Bible and, and get some support and get you uh, as pray for you as well uh, as you start this journey. But come on, everybody, why don't we give uh, those people that pray that prayer a big round of applause this morning. That's so good. Fantastic. Well done. What a great decision for 2019. And, and church, as we, time, we, we prepared a, a house this morning to come around a time of giving or to receive your giving this morning. If you're, can I just say, if you're visiting with us this morning or a guest with us this morning, it's, it's so good to have you with us. So, so please don't uh, feel under any compulsion to give this morning. But, but for our church family this morning, uh, can I say that, that this year, uh, why not this year as we, as we talk about faith, the, the Bible says to test God in this and see that he will open up his, uh, the gates of the storehouses of heaven and pour out his blessing on you. And, and, and this morning, as, as always, can I pray a blessing over your family and over your, your uh, life today, your businesses today, uh, as before we uh, take that offering up right now. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I thank you for, for your blessing upon every family, every person, every individual here today, every business, Lord God. And, and Lord, I pray today that, Lord, as we honor you with what you've given us, Father, as we, as we give back, Father God, to, to what you've entrusted to us, Lord, I pray uh, that you would bless every, uh, every person, every family, every home. Bless our city, Father God, through, through what we give today. So, Lord, today, I'm not under compulsion or, or because of any other pressure, Lord Jesus, but just because we love you so much. Lord, we give to you this morning in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. So come on, church, why don't we stand right now? Our offering buckets are going to come around. If you want to put those connect cards in there, that would be just fantastic. But let's stand and sing.